You are listening to the Toxic Mold Podcast with my husband, Steve Worsley, the toxic mold expert and your number one source for mold consulting and mitigation in the USA. Here is episode 135, Remodeling and Black Mold. Before we get started on this episode, a short or not so short disclaimer. While all attempts have been made to verify the content provided in this podcast, neither the podcaster or the producers assume any responsibility for errors, omissions, or alternative interpretations of the issues discussed herein. All information stated in this podcast is the opinion of Steve Worsley. Steve Worsley is a mold specialist with over 20 years of experience in the construction and mold industry. The Toxic Mold Podcast is for information sharing purposes only. The views expressed are those of the podcaster and his alone. These views should not be taken as expert instruction or commands. While there may be references to medical conditions and symptoms, all solo podcast episodes are the opinion of Steve Worsley, and any medical questions or concerns shall be addressed with the appropriate licensed medical professional or professionals. As the podcaster refers to different mold types, please be aware that Steve Worsley is not a microbiologist, and questions concerning mold specifics should be answered by the appropriate professional. The listener is 100% responsible for his or her own actions. You can check out Steve's books on Amazon about mold and dealing with mold in your home at amazon.com forward slash author forward slash Steve Worsley. And if you're interested in scheduling a mold consultation over the phone consultation with Steve, you can be sure to find out more about those and his availability at cnccontractorservices.com. Now, let's get to the episode. Hello, everybody. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Toxic Mold Podcast. I cannot believe it's December. Yep. This year just flew by. Yeah, yeah. For for it being like all the COVID and everything, yeah, it's been, it just seems like it's not going away, so. <laughs> it's been crazy. It's been super crazy. <laughs> it'll be 2022, and then before we know it, it'll be 2023. So, we're, uh, when did we first start this? I have no idea. We're I think we're almost, um, we're just over two years. I think it was April of 2019. Interesting. Because we're on episode 135, so. Exactly. Wow. Very, very cool. Well, this is a a great episode to talk about at the end of a year because, you know, people in December are already thinking about what do I want to change next year? What do I want to do differently next year? And one of the things that comes up for a lot of families is this idea of, We need to do the remodel that we keep saying we're going to redo to our house. And so today's episode is about remodeling and black mold. Now, why is doing a remodel a concern when it comes to black mold? Uh, It's a concern for any mold types, but uh, I'm sure our listeners who are handy enough that they have done small remodels or if you've paid a contractor to do it, it's... You're crossing your fingers when they pull that sheetrock off the wall to make sure, you know, there's no mold inside there. Especially if it's adjacent to, you know, a kitchen or if it's in a kitchen or if it's in a bathroom. And so, I guess my point is, is you might not think you have a mold concern and then you do a remodel and you go, oh, crap. Yeah, you definitely have one. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So, how do you prepare for the fact that if you're about to do a remodel, you're probably going to have mold issues. 
Well, for our listeners, whether they do it themselves or they're paying somebody, um, you know, make sure that you're prepared to put a containment barrier up. So have the plastic sheeting and maybe the wood components or however you do it. You know, we have our different techniques and equipment we use, but be prepared to have to put up a containment because that's the first thing you're going to want to do when you see, you need to call a specialist, but that's the first thing you're going to want to do. And be prepared too for, you might have to put the project on pause for a little bit. So if it's the only bathroom you have in your house, you might want to, um, I guess my best recommendation would be if it's the only bathroom you have in your house, I'd couple or test with a couple of uh, inspection holes, like literally cut, cut a couple holes, holes out of the sheetrock and check in there with a flashlight, make sure there is no mold. Would you recommend that people actually have some air testing and, and maybe a mold uh, inspection done before they begin a remodel? The inspection, yes. Um, I tell people this a lot. You've heard me say it. Um, there's, there's no reason to really test for mold if you find it. Um, and if you don't see mold, you probably don't want to test because you're going to find out things you might not want to hear. Meaning, they, they, there could be something wrong in that air test. And we say, hey, there's, there's an issue somewhere. And what we do as inspectors on that side of things, that's what we start doing. We cut inspection holes out. We have, I have a bore scope and I use an infrared camera. We have all sorts of stuff we do, but you know, that's what we would do. But if, if it was my client right now, I would just say just an inspection. But, you know, speaking of that, I mean, I don't want to sound like I'm doing this podcast to promote my consultations, but wouldn't be a bad idea if, you know, cause we, we offer all sorts of consultation packages. So you know, if you guys are remodeling, you really think you're going to run into some concerns. You knew you had roof leaks years ago, but you got it fixed. Um, just reach out and we can get you a price for a consultation package. But as far as air testing, I I wouldn't go there if it okay. was me. Because once you do know, um, obviously I'm not a lawyer, I'm not a realtor. But for the most part, once you know you have an issue, you have to disclose that when you sell the home. So absolutely, you might be opening up a can of worms is my point. Well, and, and the reality is, is if there's an inspection before you start completely remodeling a basement or remodeling a kitchen, you can figure out through an inspection first, if there's a mold issue, then you can handle the mold issue. Then you go to the remodel rather than starting the remodel, paying people to do it, figure out you have a mold problem, putting them on pause and then having to bring mold specialists in to handle right. it. Yep. Yeah. It. You know, I know our listeners know this. Um, there's a lot of uh, inspection companies I come across on Facebook that look like they know what they're doing. Um, but you need to make sure you have a good inspector because <laughs> just because you hire someone and pay them $300 or 400 or whatever doesn't mean they're going to find issues, but you're correct. If there is, and here's the thing, if there is a mold concern, we obviously start cutting things out. So the mold mitigators can actually, if it's the same area you're doing the remodels, they'll get everything out of there that's moldy, that can cause any air quality concerns. Well, I'm going to speak for our company. <laughs> we would make sure there's no air quality concerns in other areas of the home. So I guess my point is, let's just say it's the backside wall of a, of, of a bathroom, so which is the dining room. 
if we were removing all the mold, we would pull that sheetrock off. Well, all the sheetrock's off, all the mold's taken care of. So now your contractor that's coming in to remodel can put everything back in. Because depending on what you do for mitigation, you know what we do. We tear everything out, not everything, but what we need to tear out. And we save what we can, but if we can't save it, we don't. And when we leave the property, it's nice and pretty and clean, but the the sheetrock, the toilets, whatever we pulled out, cabinets are not replaced. So going back to what you said, it would be a really good idea to have that mitigation done prior to the remodel. Well, and, and thinking about different areas, because obviously you talked in the beginning of the podcast about some areas are more prone to mold than others. What are the specific rooms in a home that you would say, if you're going to do a remodel there, you probably want to do a mold inspection because those are high risk areas for mold infestations. So I don't want to sound like I'm being too vague, but there there's numerous areas just depending on the layout of a home. Your basement obviously is a hot spot for mold. Any rooms adjacent to a tub. So like we were just talking about, the dining room is adjacent to that main hallway bathroom. So, you know, if you're going to remodel in the dining room kitchen area, you need to make sure that what's adjacent to that shower is not an issue. Okay. Same with a mechanical room. But kitchens and bathrooms, mechanical rooms and basements, I would say pretty much, you know, after that, what are you left with? bedrooms exactly exactly. but you know but once again you you, got to realize that this is coming from somebody and this is why we love having you on here because you make me explain things that i think everybody knows i see this all the time and when people go oh that's what that's i didn't know that's what entailed you know for mold mitigation and it's just i see it all the time plus i was a contractor so you know, it just, I get to see it in a lot different perspective, but, you know, you, you pretty much, no matter what, you need to expect to come across the mold issue when you remodel. I would say it's rare. Okay, so it's rare to not have a to mold not issue. Have one. Okay. Yep. So, and depending, does the age of the home affect that at all? Meaning, if you have a much older home that's 70 years, 100 years, it's higher likelihood. Oh, that, yeah. Okay. okay. But, it, but a lot of it, though, too, is, is, you could have, let's just say, you know, I know my great-grandparents' home was built in like 1939. Mm-hmm. And if my grandpa maintained it and made sure everything was good, the roof, any water leaks were addressed, the grading was good, an old home like that might not be as likely to have a mold issue as a home built 10 years ago, and the homeowner just never cared about anything. So, you know... Not that I want to say it can happen either way, but yeah, an older home, you're going to run into a lot more problems. And when we get into older homes and we, we talk about remodels, you know, you could, there could be old wiring, there could be old copper drain pipes, there could be aluminum wiring, uh, knob and tube wiring, um, all sorts of issues as far as the building components. So that's another thing our listeners need to keep in mind too is, you know, you can come across old cast iron drain pipes, which are a thing of the past. So that's something I didn't even think about until I started talking about it. You could come come across something that's, you know, it's it's old enough that your local municipality is going to make you replace it, like wiring. So additional costs. And I think you cover a lot of that in your book, Toxic Mold in My Old Home. Yes. 
You cover a lot of the things to consider yep. when you're either you've just bought or you're planning to buy yep. an older home. Yep. We talk about um, defective sheetrock, um, def- you know, problematic um, polybutylene piping. We, there's all that stuff we talk about in that book. But yeah, that that is something while we're talking to our listeners about a remodel, depending on the age of your home, that maybe you bought it from whoever 10 years ago and they said, yeah, all the wiring was updated. You might get into that remodel and the wiring's not updated. So you might want to plan for that too. And is, is your, the virtual property assessments that you offer, can somebody purchase a virtual property assessment of EPA with you in preparation for your model to help figure out Absolutely. kind of what's going on? Yep. Okay. Yeah. Cause we can see. So when we do the VPA, um, we can see we're checking outlets. We're looking at the electrical. We're it's literally a home inspection, except for I'm telling my clients what to be looking at. Okay, and uh, that 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 is a great idea. I didn't even think about that, but it would it would give them a really good idea. Now I'm I don't consult and tell people what load bearing walls are and what they're not. Mm-hmm. But I can explain to them, you know, it's most likely if you want to do this here, here's what you're going to have to do. Does that make sense? Like, it's just like this bearing wall in front of us. If we want to cut this out and make it just a big opening so this was all one big room, Mm -hmm. I already know that we would have to put a header in here. Okay. Because it's a bearing wall. Okay. So, but yeah, I mean, I'm not, I guess my point is to to our listeners, a VPA is not a, I'm not an engineer. This isn't a, a consultation as to how you should. Do your remodel. Yeah. I mean, if, if, if our listeners want that, we can come up with a pricing package, but the VPA is an inspection to know the condition of the property. Like, Hey, we're going to, we're thinking about tearing out this wall. And then I see all these major cracks in it and I say, Hey, hold on here. You know, like I said, we would, we would know, um, we can't see behind walls, but from the breaker panel, we'll know how old the electrical is. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, the water lines coming out of the floors for toilets and whatnot. But yeah, a VPA would be a good, it'd be a great start to, to see what you're kind of going to get into. Cause I could, I can look at it and go, man, man, yeah, you have like, you need to replace the exterior windows and, you know, me seeing it helps a lot. Absolutely. Now, a lot of the people listening might say, well, if I, look myself and I see visible mold and this is before I do a remodel, can't I just take care of it myself, the mold? That well, I, I, I always tell everybody, no, I, I, I put that in our consultations and the VPAs in the books. Now per our certification standards and the EPA, which yeah, we're not going to get political, but just because the EPA says you can do it doesn't mean you can, but they do state that if it's smaller than 10 square feet, so nine square feet, that window's probably bigger than nine square feet. Okay. So, so it's, it's a, a small, small area. area. Okay. The reason I always tell our clients, no, you, you shouldn't do it. Have you ever seen us do a mold job where we only cut out what we thought we needed to cut never. out? It never happens that no. way. No. Mold's the gift that keeps on giving. You start, you just chase it. I mean, in it, if they did a VPA with me prior to a remodel, I would say to them, hey, that shower enclosure you have in there, Eight times out of ten, when we do mold mitigation, that shower enclosure has to come out. Yeah. So, you know, it'll. My point is, is you think it's smaller than ten square feet visually, or that's, you know, you can see. Once you start cutting sheetrock out, you have to keep chasing that that mold and that water damage. And it, 
I've never done, and I've been doing this for a long time, I have never done a job that, in my estimate, we only cut out what we said we were going to cut out. It just doesn't happen. Yeah. It's, it's impossible. So hire a professional yeah. is the word. Yep. And it's, you know, it's kind of similar if they, you know, they go in to do a shoulder surgery and they think it's just a biceps tendon and it, then it could turn into rotator cuff and a whole bunch of other things. It's not as common, obviously, in shoulder surgery, but that's, it's the same concept that it just, you just keep chasing it. There you go. It's the gift that keeps giving. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I always <laughs> say that. And it, it does suck. We do a lot of change orders on um, our mitigation jobs and talking about remodeling change orders. You should expect that because the contractor doesn't know what's going on behind the walls. We have no idea. Yeah. There could be a bunch of wood rot and we have to replace wall studs. There, there could be a whole slew of things. Maybe the subfloor, we were going to go down to the subfloor to put tile or whatever new flooring we get to the subfloor and we're like, this is all rotted out. We need to replace it. So just be prepared for extra costs during a remodel. Absolutely. So what is your call to action for people? Well, we kind of just touched on it. Um, and I didn't really think of it that way, but do a VPA. It, honestly, that would probably be for the price. It's, I should know, but is it 300 or 250? I don't remember. So we change, we have so many different things. Go to the website, cmccontractorservices.com <laughs> and see what the price for VPAs I, are. I, I'm not sure, but it's somewhere in that range. And you know, a lot of our pricing obviously is dictated by demand, mm -hmm. but it's not that much. It really isn't. And you're going to know a lot more what you're getting into. But if you don't want to do that, wherever you're going to do that remodel, just Keep in mind, like, look at your outlets and see if they're three-pronged. I mean, that tells us that that's updated wiring. Yep. So, it's it's not that hard. And, you know, you don't always have to hire a VP or me for a VPA, but go just go look at what you really want done. And then think about what we just talked about in this podcast. Like, hey, we might tear out this kitchen sink. And from what Steve's saying, we might have to tear the cabinets out because there's mold between the cabinets and the exterior wall. So there you have it. And if you, they haven't picked up the book, black mold avoidance, how to build a mold resistant home, go to amazon.com, yep. put black mold avoidance under books and it'll come right up. Exactly. And I'll, I'll do, like I said last week, I'll try to remember uh, to put the link for those in, in the comments of this podcast. So, all right, you heard it here. We'll catch you on the next episode. Prevent toxic mold exposure before it gets in your home. Download Steve's free mold investigation checklist at tinyurl.com forward slash CNC mold checklist. Again, download Steve's free mold investigation checklist at tinyurl.com forward slash CNC mold checklist. <laughs>